Speeding and the sound is speeding. Ah, hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Wednesday, fucking August 9th. Yeah, we're fucking really stoning out this week. On today's episode, we got This Is My Last Podcast as a Not Married Guy and Shit. Hopping on an airplane, go do my I do thing. Yeah, I popped down on one knee, and now I'm hopping on a plane, getting married to Courtney. Shit. Yeah, it's my motherfucker. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Wednesday, fucking August the 9th, 2023. It's gone. If I sound a little bit different, I'm uh, holding my Shure SM7B dynamic cardioid microphone uh, because Paul, the singer in my band, I lent him my uh, mic stand and my 58, my Shure SM58 dynamic handheld cardioid microphone. And, uh, and I lent him my stand. And, uh, yeah, so now I'm just fucking holding the 7B because, uh, I actually kind of like this. I can kind of like lean back and like move around and shit. This is kind of nice. I kind of feel like this is more like a stand up podcast, but anyways, yeah, uh, podcast couple days late, actually. Normally I never really do a we- uh, Monday podcast on Wednesday, but you know, I was coming back from the cottage yesterday evening. And, uh, you know, Monday I didn't, I was up at the lake and didn't have any of that fucking shit. Uh, but yeah, we were shutting her down, uh, shutting down the fucking old cards, you know, cause the couple weeks coming up here, oh, we're ramping up into the fucking, the big, uh, the big wedding, bro. Uh, so let's start off the show with a little bit of a ding, 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 ding. How was my motherfucking weekend? Bink. Um, yeah, my shit was fucking tight. I, uh, I had a fun, uh, gig since last we spoke. I worked for, uh, Andrew Packer, Man News, the lead anchor of Man News. And, uh, and he had this gig at Chef's Hall, which is like this fucking, like, f- like fancy food court for downtown Toronto business people. It's like a good way. It's like if you're like a downtown Bay Street fucking hustler, if you in that motherfucking financial grind, if you in that motherfucking real estate grind, if you in that fucking business for the sake of doing business grind, then uh, you can go to Chef's Hall and they got all these fucking fancy restaurants. Not fancy, but I mean kind of fancy. I guess better than fucking McDonald's, that's for sure. Artisanal. Uh, chefs, real chefs working for you. A lunch concept. Chef's Hall is a, a dining concept <laughs> for fucking... Are you a busy business, downtown business person? And you are you sick of Chipotle, Jack Astor's, and Boston Pizza? Come down to Chef's Hall where uh, we've got over 18 uh, fucking artisanal chefs who are working to create inspired lunch menu featuring local artisanal greens and ethically sourced beans. <laughs> So Chef's Hall, they fucking decide they want to do a comedy show, which I was when I got booked for this gig. Number one, I was like, okay, yeah, it was like I was it was like a while out. It was like a quick little message. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Chef's Hall. And then I wasn't really thinking about it. But then when Packer sent us the old like, hey, the show's this week memo, I was like, yo, fucking how are we going to do comedy here? Like, this is a fucking it's a literal like food court. But we got there and they had everyone set up in like a fucking in the giant front space. Uh, like right on Richmond and like just past university, like right on the, with the window there. And uh, they had like, apparently it was a free show where it was like a loss leader, like customer appreciation for all the people that go to chef's hall. Um, 
<laughs> it was funny. I asked the audience because I was the MC. I was like, "How many you? How many people work from home here?" And like seventy percent of the crowd clapped. I was like, "You fucking people don't work." I was like, "You don't fucking do shit." And then I had my whole working from home bit, which actually was like really good. Um. So, anyways. I get there and I'm like, fuck, how is this going to work? But it was a free show and uh, whatever. I guess they like sold out like 300 free tickets, which means, you know, like uh, whatever it's called attrition or whatever. You're going to have it like way higher on most events. You have like five to 10% attrition of like even people who bought tickets. It's just like, you know, for whatever reason, five to 10% of the people who bought tickets are just not going to show up. But when it's a free event, you could put that up to 50% attrition, right? Where they're like, yeah, we got that thing, but fuck it, whatever. So, uh, I, I was expecting, like, I was like, even if we get a hundred people here, like, that'll be good. And it was more than that. It was like a hundred whatever people. And I was, and uh, I was hosting, which, you know, this is like not a comedy venue. This is like not, th there's a potential for people who have never been to comedy show before to be here and all this shit. And they were dropping food right when I got on stage and it was a seven o'clock show. So it was seven o'clock show and they're dropping food. And I, while I was going on stage and I was like, whatever, man, fuck it. Like I'm an MC. This is my job. Settle the crowd. Uh, you know, whatever. And then I felt like I had a bad set. But Chris Robinson was like, bro, you st you got two applause breaks. <laughs> and I was like, I know. But like, uh, I kind of like, uh, I don't know. They they come. It's a cheat. My applause breaks are mostly cheats. So uh, we're in that. Like, I'm not like actually saying something. I'm um, just more like doing something for a long period of time at a high volume and then the clapping begins because by virtue of the thing going on for so long. <laughs> this is like a thing that I learned like a long time ago in like improv that if you just commit to some fucking crazy bit and just don't ever stop doing it after like a minute, it's like people will be like, what the fuck? Like rants, like Drew rants, like I don't know, like classic a lot, a lot of my bits were like that. There was the potato song and the fucking Hudson's Bay Company joke. And I got this fucking landlord, like, boom, baby boomers suck. And I have this, like, thing about that. And then I have, like, this, like, getting a day off work bit. That's, like, they're all kind of, like, it's the same fucking, it's just like a, it's like a pie. You know what I mean? It's, like, the same ingredients, but it's, like, one of them is a blueberry and one of them is an apple. But it's, like, it's still just a fucking pie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little too it's a little too inside ball on the stand up there so anyways i was working hard on because the food was getting dropped and i finally got him by the end i was like hey fucking a brought packer up he had to bullet because he was going somewhere else his new bit he's got this new bit about lifeguards and i remember when he told me about it he was like working on this bit about lifeguards and i was like yeah that's like a funny he's like pretty much the whole premise of the joke is like why do we call lifeguards lifeguards like of all the of all the professions that like could be called lifeguard, like why do we call lifeguards lifeguards? And I'm like, that's actually a pretty funny bit. And then he did it when the first time I saw him, I was like, yeah, whatever, like kind of like exploring the idea. And then I saw him do this bit now and he like expanded it by like five minutes. And it's like, he's talking about like, is anybody here? Like there's like being on an airplane or whatever. And it's like, is anyone here a doctor? And one guy's like, nah, dude, I'm a, I'll do you one better. I'm a lifeguard. <laughs> And uh, it was a good bit, yeah. So I was like proud of Packer for fucking leveling up uh, that bit. Definitely stand up too. Um, and then yeah, Reeves was on the show. Faraz was on the show. He fucking smashed. Faraz Niafata just absolutely fucking smashed. Like he also leveled up. And then Reeves also like everyone. And then Chris Robinson was headlining, and it was like yo, like and he was just fucking smashing like full headliner mode, like opening on a joke, like laugh within three seconds. It's like like. You, I was watching his set and I was like, 
oh yeah, you could like use this as like a um as an example to younger comedians of like how to be an effective headliner. And how to structure your set. It was really good in, in terms of joke structure as well, too, and commitment and um, staying in the pocket. It was all really, really good. And then, like, finding that times where you got to scramble and shit like that. And it was kind of inspiring me. I was like, yeah, I got to stay in the fucking pocket more. Like, I am. I do like to scramble like Air Rogers. Like, I like to fucking just make the play happen, like, no matter what and, like, kind of come out of nowhere. But, man, would it is it easier to just stand in the fucking pocket like Ben Roethlisberger and just... <laughs> throw a fucking just a fucking bomb and just stand there <laughs> like wouldn't that be a lot fucking easier than just fucking scrambling all every fucking play <laughs> but i like the i like the scramble i like being outside the pocket you never know what's gonna happen outside the pocket and that's where the magic is bro um, but it did inspire me. I was like, yeah, I got to fucking, I got to stay in the pocket a little more. <laughs> you fucking professional stand-up comedian here, but whatever. Anyways, uh, I had a good show at Chef's Hall. Oh, actually I got to fucking send him an invoice for that. Now that I'm talking about this out loud. Um, okay. And now, so yeah, like I was saying, I'm going to try to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to do some, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm going to can some episodes for fucking, um, I'm going to can some episode thing. I don't know what it'll be about, but I don't know. Maybe I'll do like some fucking funny, entertaining, like written segment or whatever, but I'm going to figure that out tomorrow. And so there will be things to listen to, uh, as, uh, as I am away, uh, for my wedding and my honeymoon. So yeah. And I was talking about this. It's like, yo, and so now with the wedding, like, you know, five days away now it's Wednesday. I'm getting, I'm getting married on Sunday. And then it's like, it's like a, once it's in the specter of like a week, like a week's time, like, th like next Monday, like you'll be a married guy and it's Wednesday. It's kind of like, what the fuck? It's like, this is every day that goes by. Like, this is my last Wednesday as an unmarried guy. Like court said that, like, this is our last Saturday night as an unmarried couple. And it's like, what the fuck? Cause next Saturday doesn't even seem that far away. But this thing has been such an abstract like, like so far an event that's like, you know, not 18 months away and then you chip away at it so hard. And then there's the kind of the break in the middle where you kind of got the vendors, everyone's kind of set. And then you don't really, it's too early to start planning some other stuff. So there's the lull and then it ramps back up again, really fucking hard. And I was saying, it's like, I understand why Indian weddings are five days now. And it's like, fucking, why would you like, this is another, <laughs> it's like, I'm like, why do we spend all this time on a fucking nine hour party? Like, let's make this bitch a week long. Like, what the fuck? It seems like it's like a shame that it's only a day, like one day, which is, I'm happy that we break, broken it up into three days, like a Saturday, a Sunday, and then a Monday, sort of like a Saturday afternoon, a Sunday all day, and then a Monday morning. So we kind of got you from like Saturday you know, Saturday noon till fucking Monday noon We're we're kind of, we got gotcha. you. So I think that's going to be nice, especially because we're in Canmore and Banff. And like, that's my ultimate favorite place in the world to be. Like I, if I was like given, if someone was like, if the doctor was like, you have 72 hours to live, I'd be like, okay, well I'm hopping on a plane right now and going to fucking, I'd probably go to Jasper over Banff and Canmore just because it's less touristy, but it's like, I'm going to the fucking Rocky mountains like right now. You know what I mean? So yeah, everyone should have that. You should have that place. It's like a place in your mind where it's like, if you were given 72 hours to live, and not like some shitty 72 hours, like it's where you're going to be like weak and you got to fucking carry around like your IV drip bag and you're all like bald and wearing a fucking, wearing a fucking backwards, 
You know those fucking things they make you wear in the hospital where your bum sticks out? Like wear a gown, wear a hospital gown? Not like that. Like one of those 72 hours where you're like, you're going to be able to be like all good up until like the last hour. And then you're just going to be like, oh, 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 boop. <laughs> uh, everyone should have that place in their mind of where you'd want to go uh, 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 if you were given that 72 hour fucking option. So anyways, anyways, uh, it's good that we're going to be there. And, uh, yeah, like, it's like, so it's like, it's nice that I guess it's like a three day thing and we got everyone together and fucking, I don't know. We're just going to have like, have a gay old time. And, uh, and yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. It's just fucking, it's just weird. Like the idea that I wanted to talk about, I guess, was just that it seems weird that it's like such a small, like a small amount of time for the amount of like buildup. It's like a year and a half buildup to like a one day thing. And you're like, huh? So it's like, you know, Court and I have talked about this and like making sure that we're going to like check in with each other and fucking, I don't want this just to, I don't want this to just be like, bloop, like, you know, like a high school grad, like, or like a college grad, like those days that get like built up so hard or whatever the fuck. And then they just like, I don't know. I don't want to obviously compare my wedding to like high school graduation, but it's like, I guess, or, or uh, like, what's another one day thing? I don't know. It's just like a one day fucking thing. So we're going to make time to check in with each other and like make eye contact and stay in the moment and stay fucking present and stay sober, you know, because the worst thing that could happen is to just get fucking completely wasted on your wedding. Like, that's no fun. You know, um, that's not a good way to like start your fucking life together is just completely shit faced. <laughs> Although I remember hearing about like, I never took, I, I never really thought about it. But when I was like 19, I worked at Axe Music with all these newfies. And this guy, Steve Pinson, who's a guy who changed my life for sure a couple times with his advice. Um, but he was telling me that he, that he got so fucking, cause all his buddies who were at the wedding worked there too. They're like, yeah, Steve got so fucking shit faced. We had to like drag him by his arms, like back into his hotel and like back into his bed and it was like a fucking like it was like a point of pride like he drank like 27 beers that day and like <laughs> it was like a, this point of pride which i remember being like fucking hey like right on yeah i guess you're like supposed to i guess you're supposed to get like real fucking shitty on your on your wedding i guess or like i don't know and that was the lesson that i took from that but i don't know i get but at the time i was i never really thought nothing of it cuz i thought it was supposed to just be like the most epic party of your life like it's your wedding like you should just like it's gonna be the biggest party ever and you are gonna get the most serious amount of fucking wasted and then you then i don't know and me at least now i go through this fucking you know 14 years later and it's just like why would you do that <laughs> like i have no desire to fucking do that just get, it's like why would you spend all this time and then you just get blackout and you don't even remember anything or do fucking anything you fucking spill all over yourself and like say some dumb shit and like, you know, <laughs> get gravy on your fucking tuxedo and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't want that fucking shit. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking for obviously I'm looking forward to it. And then we're going to we're going to stay in the mountains for a couple days after. And then uh, we come back and then we leave for a honeymoon. That was the uh, silver lining playbook of the get, of getting laid off as being a radio guy. It's like, well, fuck you anyways. I'm going to Mexico then. So uh, we booked a trip and we're leaving. We get back Friday and then we leave again Sunday for a honeymoon, which is like proper. I've, I think that's nice. I think that's like a traditional thing to do is to go directly from your wedding to your honeymoon. And uh, yeah, I'll be flashing that new rang. 
I'm going to be fucking paranoid about losing it for sure. Uh, but I got it nice and tight. I feel like you got to rip it over that third knuck. I got her like third knuck. Uh, speaking of third knuck, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreon. Uh, would you like access to bonus content, including an extra bonus podcast that I do about music called This Tune with Drew, where you, the listener, can submit uh, a, a song, a favorite song of yours, and I, using my... Uh, Musical inclinations. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll break down the song. Uh, we'll take a look at the musical elements, uh, all the way from the the kick drum, the snare, the bass line, the synth parts, the lyrics, uh, the melody, the chord changes, everything in between, um, so that you and I can both gain a greater appreciation for uh, music, as well as an individualized personalized shout out on every single podcast. You could be like these fine people, Josh on the frizz, uh, active. Wait a second here. We got fucking unactive patrons. Is Alicia back on the fucking Patreon? Cha no way. Uh, we got Josh. Alicia Iron Eagle. Cha no way. Uh, James. New Guy Mark. Tony Smog. Nick and Mac. Bubba Marnus. Motherfucking Street Demon. Uh, our number one fan, Joel. And in the Hall of Fame, call it Andre Blair and Taryn. Say their name. What up? What up? Hi, Mink. I will see you in a couple days. One, one sleep, two sleep, three sleeps till I see my Mink. Three sleeps till I see Mick Jones. Go to patreon.com slash DrewBame. Sign up for as little as five bucks if you're dumb or seven bucks if you play guitar and you're really fucking dumb. Uh, also, a promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided in kind by KingTutsCannabis.cc. Buddy. Uh, I'm gonna, I got a dopening, I got, haven't, I'm gonna do a dopening on YouTube. I gotta do that for them right now on YouTube. After this, I'm just making a little, I'm using, uh, the next hour or two to create a little bit of content here before I leave. Uh, huge news, the King Tut's loyalty program has been launched. Okay, if you haven't heard the news, they're gonna give you 500 points for an unboxing. Uh, make sure you tie a YouTube or YouTube video and your King Tut's username. Oh, I didn't. You know what I did? I didn't fucking put a link on their fucking shit. Shit. Okay, you got to l- upload that shit to YouTube. But anyways, go to kingtutscannabis.cc. If you use the pro uh, promo code Drew, you'll get 10% off your order. Buy some fucking dope uh, and smoke it. Uh, okay, that's the show. I got no guitar. Because I'm holding my microphone, and yeah, we're going to keep this a shorter episode this week because I'm getting married. You riggedy-doo. We'll talk about, uh, I can't wait to do a wedding recap podcast. However, uh, that's the show. Fucking night-night. Fuck you. Night-night. Try drink 37 fucking beers your own wedding gave for call. That is fucking bonus. Bang.